Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus spit on the ground and made a mud salve and then applied it to the man's eyes and instructed him to wash in the pool of Siloam. In faith, the man washed and was cured of his blindness. This is a historical account of Jesus healing a blind man, but there's much more than simply the healing of his natural eyesight. There's two healings that happen here. One is his physical eyesight, and the other is his spiritual sight. The disciples looked upon the man and wondered and asked this question, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind. They, they reasoned that someone was responsible for this sad situation. A man being born blind? Well, on the one hand, yes, someone is responsible for this. Adam and Eve sinned and brought all of humanity into sin. They brought us into the curse of sin and all that comes with it. As a result, some people are born with blindness or any number of other ailments. All people will experience pain, suffering, death. All of this is a result of sin. And what we can say is that though only some people are born blind physically, 100% of human beings are born spiritually blind. Recall the encounter that we considered recently with Nicodemus when Jesus explained that you must be born again of water and the spirit. He said, that which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of spirit is spirit. Or recall also the myriad of passages speaking of the sinful fallen nature that we have all inherited, that very same uh, confession that we say week after week, always meaning it, always beginning our divine service the same way every Sunday, confessing that we fall short. But think about all of these passages that speak to that. Paul, the apostle writing, to the uh, Romans, quotes a whole litany of various psalms when he says, for we have already charged that all, both Jews and, and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous. That's pretty, pretty uh, expansive. None, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks after God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. Ouch. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery. In the way of peace they have not known. 
There is no fear of God before their eyes. Human will and reason and intelligence are blind to spiritual wisdom because it's not an intelligence condition. That's why there are, as I have said before, there are very smart people who are unbelievers because it's not an intelligence condition. It's a spiritual condition. We're born spiritually blind, not seeing. Paul also wrote to the Corinthians, for the word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. Jesus also said to Simon Peter, remember Simon Peter's confession of the faith, you are the Christ? Peter, uh, Jesus said to Simon Peter, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Simple fact of the matter is that all people are born spiritually blind. As we heard from Paul, no one seeks for God. Indeed, nobody sees. But there were some who thought they could see. They thought that they had the perfect uh, child of Moses vision. The child, we're a chi- I'm a child of Moses. I have the perfect eyesight. In fact, because of their stubborn refusal to accept that they were spiritually blind, they would not receive the very gift that Jesus was giving to this man who was born blind. Unlike all humans, this man had been born physically blind. But like all humans, this man was also born spiritually blind. It took the word of God to work faith in him, to give him eyes that would see. So when Jesus cured him of his physical blindness, he also did something far greater than that. What he did was he undid, he undid the judgment of God. The judgment of God that says, you blind man are a sinner, kind of like the Pharisees saying, you were born in utter sin. Like he didn't know that. I mean, that was a prevailing thought, you know. Oh, he was born blind. Somebody must have sinned that he was born blind. Yeah, he was born blind and grew up his whole life that way. It never occurred to him that he was born in utter sin. Yeah, he knew that. He got that message. He got that message. What Jesus said is, I am reversing this. I am undoing this judgment on you. The judgment of God is undone because... Because I'm working faith in you, which clings to the promise of forgiveness. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Believing in Jesus Christ means just that. It means eternal life. And in just the same way, seeing Christ, having eyes of faith that see Christ and cling to him is the cure for the spiritual blindness that they inherited, that that we all have inherited from Adam. And when you receive that, that cure, 
You are a new creation in Christ. The one who sees Christ is the one who is forgiven of their sins. To see the Savior is to see the the forgiveness of sins and to receive the forgiveness of sins. So it's quite a paradox. It really is when you think about it. We must become aware of our own spiritual blindness in order to receive uh, the eyes of faith. So you, you actually have to first recognize I'm blind to then be able to see. Eyes of faith behold the Savior. Not just as some man, but as Jesus Christ. Eyes of faith see their own wretched sinful condition in the mirror of God's law. And at the same time, they see their own glorious forgiveness in the person and work of Jesus Christ. So that's why I say that Jesus undid the judgment of God because the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The man, of course, was cast out of the synagogue. To the Pharisees, this man was born in utter sin. You know, I think, I, I think about this, and I bet that, the, that that man thanked God every day of his life, for the rest of his life, all the way up until his death. He said, thank you for making me born blind. All the pain, all the suffering, all the agony I endured as a child, a child born in utter sin. Thank you, God. That's nothing compared to the salvation that you have given me in Christ Jesus. I mean, what is suffering in this life in comparison to the riches of heaven? We come to the the end of our, our reading, which was a long reading this morning. Jesus heard that they had cast him out and having found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? And this man who was formerly blind answered, and who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said, you have seen him and it is he who is speaking to you. This is beautiful. His response, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. That's what we do when we see the Savior. When we have eyes of faith that see the Savior, we worship him. The word of Jesus came to this man who was formerly blind, both physically and spiritually, and that word of Christ worked faith in the man because that's what God's word does. It works faith. Brothers and sisters, hear the word of promise and receive sight. Receive the sight that comes from God, the sight that sees the Savior, the sight that receives salvation on account of Christ's suffering and death on the cross. That is the sight that holds fast to your Savior. Receive that sight with thanks, and thanks be to God. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.